0: But, like, occasionally, like, let's say that Magneto's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, quarters became contaminated. Mm-hmm.
1: Or his br- security guard had too much iron in his blood.
0: Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fodder for some good storytelling.
1: <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Guides of the Unknown. I'm Kristen.
0: And I'm her little brother, William.
1: And this week, we're going to be talking about the SCP Foundation. <gasps>
0: Wait, the much it? often requested SCP Foundation. Is
1: that correct? Yes, the SCP Foundation. It is
0: the SCP Foundation. Yeah. A lot of people have wanted us to do this for a long time. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's been on our list for a while, and we just did a planning session, like we yeah. uh, uh, do at the top of every month on patreon.com slash gttupod. That's right. And it came up again.
1: I thought that that was like the second time it had come up.
0: No, no. I've seen it. You know, I'm not going to say that people are like knocking on our door right, right. <laughs> to remind us or right. something like SCP. that. Right, SCP. But it's come up quite a few times, and I had zero awareness of it.
1: Me neither. I had absolutely no clue what this is, and it's so popular and so extensive like it's so cool how many things there are out there like i had absolutely no clue that this existed and it's this whole ecosystem and world that some people are super duper into
0: yeah it seems like it's been like an underground organization of people writing creepypastas all for a purpose yeah um so uh this is the notice for Mm -hmm. all of you who are into scp You are no longer underground, is no longer cool, because Kristen and I know about it now.
1: We are uprooting you. you We are
0: dorks, and we know. Exactly. You don't want to be a part of any club that'll have us. Yeah, you've made a huge mistake.
1: (laughs) But I was thinking that that's one of the things that's so cool about this show. I don't know that it would ever have crossed my path, Mm. or I definitely wouldn't have looked into it as heartily as I did without this. And it's such a delight. I'm so glad that I got to find out about it. Completely agree. So I'm going to start us off. I'm going to tell us kind of the, like the who, what, when, where, why, and how of it. Um, maybe not all of
0: those, but a bunch of those. Okay. And
1: then you, William, will be telling us about some of the coolest SCP files and stories that you have come across. That is
0: correct. And I found some doozies. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: It's, it's, cra- anyway, it's just crazy. I I can't believe what a big thing this is that I was completely ignorant of. Yeah. So. Maybe you at home or in your car are are also ignorant of it. And let me tell you what it is. So first of all, SCP stands for Secure, Contain, Protect. And it is this fictional secret organization that in the plot line of it is in cahoots with governments worldwide to find and contain people, creatures, entities, objects, and even locations that quote unquote violate natural law. Hmm. So it could really be anything that just isn't right doesn't make sense in some way it doesn't like operate the way that it is supposed to so in this world the idea is that if they weren't to can to contain these things chaos would ensue so not only are these objects or things a threat to human life but if we knew about them or if the public at large knew about them it would disrupt our perception of the world as we know it it's so like if people are just aware that there are portals and stuff it's bad news like we all know about the laws of nature and physics the way that we are now or that they are now and were we to find out that there's proof that things work also in a different way that like it would be total anarchy
0: yeah it's funny Uh, like some of the examples of things that i'm going to bring up later include like a haunted television Mm -hmm. where it's like all right this organization captured a haunted television they to did. protect us all from seeing that? You know what I mean? But like, how do you, you even know, decide that- what's not normal?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, they say that they, there are conspiracy theorists who think that there's been hard evidence of extraterrestrial intelligent life for a long time, that the government is keeping it from us so that we don't flip out. It's basically right. the same kind of premise. I think that in the world of this, it makes sense to contain a ghostly television I'm because it's saying, like proof that ghosts exist
0: i guess I, i'm not really saying that it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. but uh, uh even calling it a, what what i found it's not even necessarily a ghostly television it's just a, a lot of these things seem to defy explanation yeah a lot of them seem to defy um conventional categorization of paranormal events yes some things that i'll talk about may seem like aliens or ghosts or zombies or things like that but per the SCP's guidelines, they aren't. So what are these things? And like, you know, what would the world be for the worse if we found out that Bigfoot is real? Like, what what would that fundamentally change?
1: I don't know. I mean, Bigfoot being real is probably not the best example because it would just be like, oh, there's a new species of thing that we didn't know about. But maybe if it was proof of aliens living among us or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's hard for you to imagine that it would be like, a thing in a movie where there's mass chaos and the streets are flooded with people and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, I guess some bad stuff could come of that. I guess I guess what I think about is people finding a way to make money off of those things, oh. and maybe they go about that in uh, nefarious ways or something.
0: Oh, so it, keeps, it makes sure that people don't form a black market around these arcane... Kind of, maybe. ...happenstances. Maybe. It's interesting. I, I think that there's room for debate in the the how necessary an organization like this might be and what are their causes and really something that like I just kept thinking about through all of the stuff that I read is like who's making the determination of what's normal or not what's allowed to get by
1: yeah I mean I guess things it's probably fairly simple things that stray from our natural laws would fit into an SCP thing.
0: All right, fair enough.
1: Right, yeah, like yeah, anything I, that's just beyond the normal.
0: Yes, I think that that's that is a a very good button to put on it. Mm-hmm. But like, I did read a few. Some of them I don't even have cited here, so I have like a straw man argument where I don't yeah. even have anything to lean on. But like, some of the things I read were like subtle things, uh-huh. where it's just like, here's a a shirt that like always feels tight. Oh, really? That's like not a real thing, but it was stuff like that. And it's yeah. Like, Does does that really count? You know, like does that really?
1: Well, I guess you have to like think about the all things are a spectrum. Yes. They, yes, definitely. All things are spectrum, and then I guess you would have to think about the source because is it really that that like I don't know if there have been experiments done. Is that is it really that that's a shirt that's always tight, or is it that somebody is putting that on who that's the wrong size for? I guess yeah, so you got to test that. and decide yeah.
0: if it's an SCP worthy yeah containment thing. Right, yeah. exactly. Okay. So
1: maybe in this world, maybe this hasn't actually happened, but you could say theoretically, maybe they're called out to examine an object, and they're like, "No, this doesn't fall under doesn't SCP. Count. This person is just you know." reading more into this than is there.
0: Right, yeah, 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 true. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Really what I think of is that scene in Men in Black, where Will Smith is in that gun shooting range uh-huh. and everyone's shooting all the scary aliens and then he shoots the one little girl who's carrying like an <laughs> astrophysics book and he's like, that book is way too advanced for her. What is she doing in this neighborhood? Yeah. There's a monster hanging from the streetlight, but there's a piece of paper in his hands. Maybe that's a, te- uh, a tissue. Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. Kleenex and he's got a sneeze. Like just because you look like a monster doesn't mean you are one. Yeah. So I guess that's really my argument Ew. of like, Who's deciding? Yes. What goes in these containment units?
1: Right. Yes. True. And I think in a realistic way, I don't think anybody is, cuz you can just submit whatever oh, true. as I yes. understand. Yeah. Um yeah, I wonder if there is anything that would like kick somebody off of submitting an SCP, cuz I don't think that there are like quality guidelines. Or anything. I, I think don't know. you can it just seems... I think you can just straight up just add something to the database. I agree. But then there's an upvote or downvote system on the website. Right. So it'll be popular or not. I'm sure there are things that are just kind of clunkers that nobody talks about, but there are SCP files that are like really awesome that they got upvoted a million times. Yeah. So I guess they just like all exist in there.
0: Yeah. You can for sure look at the lowest rated mm-hmm. SCP stories submitted by users. Yeah. And like I, I was hoping to find like fun bad stuff Mm -hmm. i didn't it just ended up being like dull stuff
1: that's what i read that some of them can just get kind of dull and dry right and and stuff like that um but i know it's it's very interesting the way this all works and even like the in-game so to speak kind of story behind it yeah Yeah. like what qualifies this for sure as an scp
0: exactly it's like brilliant and fascinating this whole thing
1: yeah it's so so cool so um whatever the supernatural thing is is known as an scp itself which is like a little bit confusing it's just kind of a colloquial colloquial thing that it's the scp foundation but then we call those things scps even though that stands for sec- secure contain protect you just kind of go with it yeah so um the organization kind of works quietly is the way that the story goes they either retrieve scps to study or contain on location if it's not possible. So they either retrieve them, bring them back to their facilities so that they can perform tests. Or if it's something that's too huge to bring back, they find a way to like neutralize the threat right. wherever it is. Um, I didn't, you know what? I should have looked more into this. This is kind of on me. I also read on Wikipedia that they use test subjects to interact with the most dangerous SCPs. Um, And those are referred to as the D class who are seen as expendable.
0: That makes a certain amount of sense given what I've read. Um, I'll give you like a very brief example. Yeah. There is a monster that I'll tell you about uh, in a little bit Mm -hmm. um, that can basically like kill you on touch. Um, Yeah. They sometimes need to change where they store this monster, okay? Because not only can it kill you on touch, everything it touch starts to rot. Uh huh. So even the room that it's in will just slowly start to decay. Oh. So it's never you can never permanently lock it in something, even if it's a lead-lined room. Yeah. Gradually over t- time, it'll start to degrade.
1: So it's kind of like kind of like how you need to keep Magneto in like a totally plastic room.
0: Yes, exactly. But, like, occasionally, like, let's say that Magneto's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, quarters became contaminated. Mm-hmm. Or his br-
1: security guard had too much iron in his blood.
0: Oh, my God. Hmm? <laughs> That's fodder for some good storytelling. <laughs> um, but, like, for this monster, they will try to lure it into a new leadline container by putting a victim in there. Oh. Here, you can okay. come kill this guy. Yeah. Because uh, it loves to kill and make people rot and stuff. So, so it's like, part of
1: the D-class. Yeah.
0: They literally like will use somebody to lure a monster. And I guess it's part of doing the job. Yeah. It's in service of the greater good. Can't let this thing go.
1: So do you think that those are people who volunteer and they're like, okay, I'm D-class. I just know what's up. <laughs> I Because I, I wanted to look into like who is the
0: D-class? Gotcha. How yeah. are these people? But I didn't do it. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I, I, I also don't have that answer. Mm-hmm. My uh, because... SCP is all about just imagining something and then it becomes part of the canon. Right. If this isn't already there, here's what it should be. Okay. People volunteer to be in this. They're accepted, they're called agents, and yeah. then they find out whether or not they were class or not.
1: I mean, yeah, By yes. just like,
0: oh my god, you're feeding me to this creature. Yeah,
1: oh my god, turns out. Well, I guess it could be kind of like the military or something, where you're all serving a purpose. And then some of you, it's almost a given that they know some of any military, if they're going to war, is probably going to die. Right. So maybe it's like some sort of messed up lottery system like the hunger games or like some people get the D class, the
0: monster games.
1: Yeah. The monster games. Um, So obviously they need to carefully document these SCPs, these things. And then this is where things get interactive. So what I just told you is the construct of the story. And then within that real life, people kind of take it and run with it because they submit SCP files to the website, Mm scpwiki.com, which is, So extensive. Yeah. And Will, did you find out if what you asked me today was intentional or not about the spider? (laughs) No.
0: I I don't know. Oh boy. So
1: Will texted me today and he was like, Hey, when you went to the SCP website, did like a spider graphic go down the right side of it? And I I said, I not that I remember. I don't think so. I could have looked away or something. And so Will thinks that there may have been a real spider.
0: I I still don't know because I tried to to see it. It looked as if a spider had dangled down. Just above my desk. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 so it's just like as if it's gliding down on its own string, you right. know? And it glided down the right side of my monitor, like in front of my monitor, but. It, it looked like it was. It could have been part of the website doing that to freak me out. Yeah. I started searching all over my desk to see if this gnarly spider, this huge, we've got huge spiders here, I Kristen. I Yeah. I've got some big spiders. This yeah. Month. I was like, I don't want this thing on my desk. I have a lot of work I got to do and I can't <laughs> do it if I'm thinking that I'm going to feel something touching like the hair on my fingers as I'm typing or something. Oh, like, no. God. But I couldn't find the spider and I couldn't replicate it on the website. I don't know, but I wouldn't put it past them to just like have something creep across the screen I yes mean, it felt like old internet
1: yeah yeah it doesn't it feel
0: like something that happens anymore but that feels like old internet stuff to just have a, a little easter egg of a creature drop down
1: that certainly does and also the website just kind of feels old internet-y yeah. um but also i wouldn't put it past your house because remember a spider came and fell on me when we were recording one time <laughs> oh, right. and i made an insane noise yeah i forgot about that i was that. like gah, gah, gah basically it was so weird yeah um do you have big spiders like outside inside your house yeah yeah oh my god uh-huh. yesterday i gotta I... get out of here why i hate spiders
0: yeah uh my storm door here that opens up to the backyard when oh, you open yeah. it now there's like a little spider that it's like it makes me think of crabs it's mm-hmm. so big when you open the door it gets that all just agitated gave me
1: a ew william people I eat crabs that. you
0: eat crabs
1: yeah i disgusting. know disgusting
0: So uh, when you open the storm door, it scares the spider or it gets all angry. Like, why are you agitating my web and my strings? Yeah. So when you open these metal doors that go into my backyard, it just starts running back and forth really, really fast. Scares me each time. This is freaking me out. There's a great big spider on my back porch that likes to build its web, um, uh, not like against the side of the house. But in the open space, it looks yeah, like it's well to, aware. Looks like it's trying to catch like a bird. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's it builds in like a high traffic area. It's
1: practically big enough to catch a bird. That spider is big. disturbing. Yeah, I don't like it at all.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so <laughs> oh, wow, you're getting clumped. <laughs> I
1: am. I don't like creepy crawly things or slippy slidey things. I don't like any yeah, of it. I agree. Um. So probably no spider on the website, but definitely go to scpwiki.com and tell us if you see a spider drop down the right side. Not completely impossible. I googled Um, it, I didn't see anything. It might just
0: have been a spider that dangled right above my head and fell on my desk. Oh my god.
1: But anyway, go check it out because that's where all these SCPs are housed and it is so Extensive, So the way that they're written is like they are files in a folder or something. It's like a faux academic tone as though they're actual case files that a real organization is putting together just for the purpose of documenting things. So they're not even short story style, smooth narratives, but sort of factual in the way that they're written. They even contain redacted sections to make them look extra authentic. And some of them have images and it's really awesome. And I say this not as, um, a derogatory thing it's not consistent so some files you click on it's kind of bare bones some of them they have images and they have their own like logos for scp and all this really really cool stuff and so it kind of just speaks to how involved that writer is and how much they want to put into it it's Mm -hmm. really pretty awesome uh, so each SCP is given a case number. So when you go to the website and you're looking at them, it'll be like SCP-173. And then from there, you click on it and you can read the file. And so I have two examples here from the website so you guys can get a taste of what we're talking about. And then Will's going to hit us with a bunch of cool ones later. So this is SCP-145. And when you click on the file, it says item number colon SCP-145 object, object class safe. Special Containment Procedures, colon, and then it's the story. SCP-145 is stored in low-security locker 17 at Site-21. No flammable materials or sources of open flame are to be brought within 5 meters of SCP-1045, except for testing purposes. Description. SCP-1045 is a square wood-framed candle lantern measuring 15 centimeters by 15 centimeters by 32 centimeters. Its sides are made of translucent waxed paper, and its interior framework provides a nested support for a circular glass cup measuring 6.5 centimeters in diameter and 10 centimeters in height. So just like they're given all the facts, just like you would. The anomalous properties of SCP-1045 do not manifest unless both components are used together. When a candle is placed within SCP-1045 and lit, the walls of SCP-1045 depict the shadow of a miniature humanoid as if lit from behind by the candle. The shadow on each side of the lantern depicts a different angle of the same subject. The shadow of the humanoid is always writhing, as if in pain, and it is surrounded by what appear to be semi-opaque flames. The shadow of the figure will persist as long as the candle is burning. Its motions become more frantic as the candle comes closer to burning out. All candle residue uh, recovered from SCP-1045 consists of rendered human fat, regardless of the original makeup of the candle. Damaged DNA samples have been recovered, but the identity of the source individual or individuals has yet to be determined addendum testing has revealed that burning scented candles produces shadows of different figures in addition burning a scented candle allows the shadows to emit sound the volume of the sound is dependent on the strength of the scent to date all shadows have only produced incoherent screams wow
0: it's interesting yeah that that, that in particular where did you find that one why, why that one
1: um I googled short SCPs. Oh, okay. And then it brought up a Reddit or something like that. Um I have it in the show notes and I clicked around and found ones that were cool.
0: All right. Yeah. See, that's awesome and that speaks to something that like I know I've like harped on this notion a million times over the course of this show. Mm-hmm. Horror that is incomprehensible. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Like, I love seeing what Ash goes through on the Evil Dead, because, you know, what are these things, and how do they really work? They're Mm -hmm. zombies, but they're demons, but they're also physically loved ones that have been transformed. I I don't really know what's happening. Why is that, you know, deer's head on the wall laughing? Mm -hmm. What's making this happen at all?
1: Just bad stuff's happening. Weird stuff is happening.
0: Right. And this is fun, because it is a clinical approach to understanding the inherently Incomprehensible, yeah. A candle that burns and the shadow it throws is of a person in pain, mm-hmm. and no matter what the candle was, it is a uh, uh, human fat. Yep. And when, when you examine it, okay, what are we gonna do with that information? I don't know. We don't know. It's good just thing we've got it here and not out there in the world.
1: Just the facts, mm-hmm. maybe some of them are different, but just the facts. Not an explanation. There are some that are very, very long and have tons of addendums and even have like transcripts of phone calls yeah. that are artificial and things like that. Um, but my understanding is that in general, it's just examining this object or thing without necessarily a conclusion as to why it's like that.
0: Exactly. And and so it's fun to like see that clinical approach mm-hmm. when they can only take it so far. Right. They can give you the dimensions yeah. of that lantern, yes. but they cannot tell you the who the person is that's being cast on the wall they don't right. there's certain things that are just unknown and i love that
1: right and different scented candles provide <laughs> yeah. different screaming sounds it's a little like,
0: absurd yeah it's a little funny
1: yes and that you was know? something that i'm i was surprised by and enjoy that it's kind of light-hearted it seems like yeah. it's not like again it varies because this is user submitted so i'm sure some of them could get really deep but it seems like the general tone of this is a little bit light and a little bit goofy yeah um doesn't get too too dark So here's just another one as an example. I'm just going to jump right to the um, special containment procedures. Reports of SCP-2365 are to be investigated and data analyzed for evidence of connections or common factors between victims. Survivors of SCP-2365 and witnesses are to be interviewed, tested, and amnesticized. (laughs) Amnesticized. Amnesticized interesting there are some typos in this one um maybe they mean like amnesia like they're well anesthetized yeah. no but i think they mean like neuralized like amnesticized sounds like amnesia to me how do you spell it a-m-n-e-s-t-i-c-i-z-e-d okay. it's coming up as a misspelled thing
0: amnesthetized yeah
1: look it's in the the scp reddit
0: yeah, it, it it comes. It that word brings you right to the SCP. So it's a thing. Yeah. So it does seem to have maybe something to do with amnesia. Yeah, like wiping out,
1: wiping out their memories. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a Men in Black neuralized thing. Okay. Foundation front companies are to conduct sleep studies, quote unquote, in an attempt to observe and document SCP twenty three sixty five. While it is not known whether twenty three sixty five is mimetic. Mimetic in nature, access to information relating to SCP-2365 is to be restricted. Description: SCP-2365 is a phenomenon affecting certain individuals during REM sleep. Initial stages of 2365 are characterized by the materialization of small flakes of rust in the air above the sleeper and a reduction in local temperature. Recordings during this stage have detected the noise of metal hinges, the source of which has not been determined. If the sleeper is woken during this stage, no further effects are observed. If 2365 is permitted to progress, the initial phenomena will cease and the second stage will commence. Heavy steel springs will materialize in the space adjacent to the sleeper's head. Over the course of 10 to 15 minutes, this will be followed by the slow manifestation of additional metal attachments forming a large bear trap. The bear trap will remain suspended over the sleeper's head for up to 10 minutes before slowly dematerializing. If the sleeper returns to consciousness during this period, or contact is made with the trap by the sleeper or others, the springs will be triggered, typically leading to significant trauma to the head and neck. The Foundation's understanding of 2365 is based largely on forensics and witness reports. Observation and testing have been restricted to bear traps, which have been triggered and retained material substance into a limited number of 2365 survivors. No pattern has been determined between the identities of victims of 2365 and the number of unobserved cases is difficult to determine. Hmm. So this is a phenomenon where when you're sleeping, a bear trap slowly materializes. And as long as you stay asleep, you're good. But if you happen to move, it's going to snap on you.
0: Yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) block that thing up yeah let's let's
1: contain and protect from that or whatever so as of this past july there were around 5900 scp documents with more being added all the time and those aren't the only things that are found on SPCWiki.com. there's also a section for foundation tales which are stories about the foundation itself so kind of like fanfic, although it's all fic, um, about the staff and or current entities who are housed there. And so those take a more like short story-like kind of narrative approach. Right. And then the final category of things on the site is a combination of SCP SCP files and foundation tales, which are known as canon. So it's a little bit confusing because there isn't really one unifying canon that people have to keep track of or adhere to for when they're writing their SCP files. But some SCP files... and foundation tales do link up and so they create their own mini canons uh-huh. within this larger thing so the can section of the site gives an overview of those contained plot lines and gives information on their timelines and the characters within them so there's also a spinoff kind of slash sister site that's called the Wanderers Library that's made up of short stories as opposed to realistic reports. So it's a little bit more fantasy based. And there's also a role playing community that's playing within the world of SCP. There are also international equivalent sites where people translate these things. Wow. It's just this huge thing.
0: Huge underground.
1: That, again, I can't believe I wasn't aware of. It's so cool and so humongous. Yeah. I love that there are things like that out there. There yeah. there are other things like this that we don't know about. Mm, oh, the internet yeah. is awesome.
0: Yeah, it's true. Like, the amount of people who are enabled to write their own stories and mm-hmm. submit them and have them be part of this universe, this collective right. experience, nothing like this has ever really happened before on this scale in particular.
1: Yeah, it's, it's so, so cool to me. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting that you don't really know who started it. So we know the username of the person who posted the first SCP, which was SCP one seventy three, and it was posted uh, on 4chan in twenty uh, excuse me two thousand seven on the paranormal For- forum by a username Moto forty two. But it's not like when you go to the SCP site, there's not like an about thing that's like Jonathan Page right. started this when he submitted a blah blah blah. They just I guess.
0: They just don't did it. care.
1: They just did it. Yep. And it just kind of got bigger. So it looks like they're just not really looking for glory or anything. Um, there aren't any real figureheads of SCP. But from there, when they posted that on 4chan, it was just such a cool thing that more people started adding SCPs. And then they made their own page for it on the edit this wiki board. So it's just kind of a, a housing site for wikis. And then uh, so they put that and made it t- its separate thing besides 4chan in 20. 20- in 2008 and then later on in 2008 they created their own site which is the site that's there now the SCPWiki.com. and that's where all the action has been since yeah um it's so cool and so when you go to the site itself like we kind of alluded to before it's old feeling but it doesn't have necessarily like the cheese factor of old sites that will and i have talked about really loving on the show before like old sites that have flash graphics or skulls all over the place or anything. It kind of looks like an old message board.
0: Yeah, it's a little bare bones.
1: Mm-hmm. There's nothing flashy about it, which kind of plays into the storyline, I think, a little bit, because that could make it look kind of official. You right. know what I mean? Like a government website isn't really having they don't need like a flashiness. spinning skull or right. something like that. Like the White House website is just very boring. Right. Uh, so you really have to want to be there for the content, because it's not really going to hold you there with anything visually exciting, except for some of the files that might have graphics once you decide to dig in. Um, if you're looking to get into it, just know it's a little bit dense you do kind of have to read a few of them and just sort of go with the flow and understand that you're probably not going to understand some stuff. But you get the gist of it and the gist is cool and interesting enough that you can just sort of keep going with it. And I thought it was really awesome that also on the website, they have like real-time, real-world seminars, seminars and workshops for writers oh. who are into this sort of stuff. Like there's an upcoming creating a narrative workshop that you can attend. That's interesting. I had noticed that. Very cool. Yes. Um, like we said before, it's not generally super hardcore horror even though the idea of government and files and stuff um, seems like kind of stiff it's actually kind of playful it kind of reminds me a little 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 bit of like welcome to Nightvale in a way sure. because welcome to Nightvale, you probably know is this like very popular podcast I don't know if it's still going on but where um, the idea of it is that it's just kind of a, a dry local town radio show but like the mayor is like an octopus or something Right. So Stuff like that. So it's within the structure of something that would be official but then it kind of goes off and is goofy and I feel like there's some overlap there and um, there are even different reviews that were cited on the Wikipedia page for it referring to it as tongue in cheek or lighthearted, and obviously because they're individually submitted they kind of vary in tone and quality but I mean that's the, the general gist of it and it kind of reminded me of like there's a category of books and TV shows that are known as cozy murder mysteries where you're really more enjoying the uh like detective work of a murder mystery rather than anything super violent or grisly or dark it's really just like a murder has happened we acknowledge that we don't go super far into it it's usually you know not something that's like really sadistic but we're going to go through and solve it i feel like this is in a category of like cozy sort of horror or paranormal stuff. It's, it's not too deep and disturbing, but it's still got that sort of flavor that you're going to enjoy if you like that
0: stuff. That's true. I will say that it seems like because it is user-generated, the stories are as grisly as the authors want to be.
1: Right. It's going to totally vary, but it sounds like that's the generally agreed upon tone, and I'm sure that there are things that kind of deviate from that.
0: Yeah, but even to your point about it being such a dense website, Mm -hmm. one of the things that I saw on there that I really liked was that they have a random button. You can just click a button and it'll take you to a random SCP listing. Oh, that's cool. And so if you don't even know where to start, if you don't even know where to look, um uh you can just literally have the website deliver you a random story see if it's your liking if it's not hit random again you Oh go fun somewhere else but you know having even said that as dense as that website is and as um uh both inviting and i think um uh hard to get into yes. as the concept is mm-hmm. i'm also going to provide all of you with some that i found that were particularly interesting that might be a gateway for you to get in
1: Beautiful. All right. But before we get into William's tantalizing, terrifying tales from the halls of the SCP, let's hear from our week's sponsor. Hang out with Lainey for a little bit and we will be right back. Hi, I'm Lainey, host of the True Crime Fan Club podcast. And I'm excited to tell you about my brand new podcast called It's Haunted, What Now? It's a podcast that brings you true stories about haunted objects, and the owners who unknowingly welcomed them into their lives. Join me as I share these creepy, spooky, and downright terrifying stories. You can find It's Haunted, What Now? on your favorite podcatcher or at hauntedpod.com. So, guys, definitely go check out that show. It's really, really awesome. I've had a really fun time kind of digging into it since I found out about it. And I really think that you will, too. And, Laney, thank you so much for sponsoring this week's show.
0: Yeah. Thank you very much, mm-hmm. Um, Now, our other sponsor for this week, one of the wildest sponsors of all. Oh, yeah. Is us. That's right. It's you and me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Guides the Unknown is brought to you by William and I and our patrons and supporters of the show. Thank you so much to everybody who has joined us over at patreon.com/slash GTTU pod, where if you donate four dollars or more per month, you get lots of bonuses. There's a special bonus podcast every single month. It comes out on the 13th of the month. There are also extras like videos that we put out, video game playthroughs. I do a weekly look at my notes for each show. We just kind of communicate with people. Over there, in a slightly more personal way, and it's a really, really nice group that we really appreciate. So, thank you guys so much. You patrons, you seriously are the sponsors of this show and every show. And if you'd like to donate to us and you haven't yet, please go to Patreon.com/slash GTTUpod so you can enjoy all that stuff.
0: Yeah, there's so much there that's exclusive just for people who back us.
1: There are 105 Patreon exclusive posts right now. Wow.
0: Yeah. So that's that's audio shows. That's video shows. Um, that's like these little like one-off things that Mm -hmm. Kristen and I might do for fun here and there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a, a little thriving community and thank you to everybody. Yeah. Thank you. You can also keep up to date with everything that we are doing through Guide to the Unknown by following... At GTTU Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. So you're going to see every time there's a new episode of this podcast, Guide to the Unknown. You're going to see when we're going to be doing more live streams in the future. You might catch the ne- the next drop of Ghost Adventures adventures when it comes out. um uh, If you want to keep in our ecosystem, make sure that you are following at GTTU Pod. Yeah. You can also join the Vocal Majority by going to Facebook.com/groups slash Pod, where you can chat back with us and other people who watch and listen to this show. Um, there are people out there that are posting really fun things that uh, uh, either their love of uh, spooky stuff and horror, things that they're finding, uh, movie conversations, yep. uh, even just memes from around the internet. Like, that's where I, the, honestly, the Guide to the Unknown <laughs> group is becoming one of my major places where I learn about new cool spooky stuff to, to like, yeah. look at and read.
1: Yeah, awesome. I watched um, the movies Creep 1 and Creep 2 last weekend. I've been meaning to forever but somebody posted about them in the Guides the Unknown Facebook group and I was like, you know what? What am I doing tonight? I may as well do it. These people were into it. I might be into it. And guess what? I was into it. Yeah,
0: it's awesome. It's, yeah. it's just a group of people with our taste. Yeah, right. Which is ridiculous. Uh, uh, speaking of people with our taste, if you are listening to this podcast and you're liking it, that means that you have good taste. Yes. Please consider giving this podcast a five star review on Apple Podcasts. We are as of this recording at 453 reviews. Oh, thank you. 4.7 out you. of 5. Not bad. And uh, that was certainly helped by this most recent review uh posted by Todo Deku Life. Mm. Uh Todo Deku For Life. Life. Who said, love it? I listened to one episode and I'm already in love. This is a definitely listen. Awesome. Thank you so much, Toto Deku, for life. Yeah, thank you. That's great. Anyone else who might post a positive review like that, we might just read it on this show. I will definitely read it in my private life even if we don't read it while we're recording. Yeah. I check our reviews like constantly. I like to know what people think about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. I know that there are people out there that like to, to listen to podcasts that have a good reputation and I certainly like to know that what we're putting out there is stuff that people are enjoying. So please consider leaving a review there. Yes. Um, all of these links to all these places, Patreon, Apple Podcasts, the Facebook group, even merch and stuff. You can find links to all those things at the home of Guide to the Unknown, Pod dot com.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: Now let's talk about some more SCP let's listings. Because Kristen, I went through and tried to find some really standout SCP stories. Um why don't we start with the very first one? You already called it out. SCP-173 mm-hmm. is the story that started it all. Yeah, I deliberately didn't look at this. And I deliberately did. Look at you. How about that? So I'm, I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm going to okay. read part of the setup, and then I'm just going to describe to you what this is about. By cool. and large, that's probably what I'm going to end up doing with all of these. Perfect. So uh, here is the SCP-173 Special Containment Procedures. Item SCP 173 is to be kept in a locked container at all times. When personnel must enter SCP 173's container, no fewer than three may enter at any time, and the door is to be relocked behind them. At all times, two persons must maintain direct eye contact with SCP 173 until all personnel have vacated and relocked the container. Now, this early story, this very first story, uh, when it was originally posted, was posted alongside a photograph. Mm. This photograph seems to show what looks like a, a containment room. Maybe okay. it's like a garage. I don't know. You can see like metal shutters mm-hmm. that would would lift up and down like a garage door. And in the photo, in a far corner, is this giant, like it's like 10-foot-tall nude. Humanoid figure with its hands against the wall. Okay, and its weird concrete butt sticking out. Yeah, and it's turning and looking at the camera, and it's got giant green eyes. The floor is all red and brown, which the uh, the description section of the listing will describe as being covered in blood and feces, and okay. they don't know where any of it came from. <laughs> but the the idea here is that this creature is made out of concrete and rebar. Oh, you meant literal concrete butt. Oh, yeah. This thing is a statue. Oh. But it's a living statue. Oh. Uh, So they even say, it is constructed from concrete and rebar with traces of Krylon uh, brand spray paint. SCP-173 is animate and extremely hostile. The object cannot move while in a direct line of sight. Hence why three people must need to go in to do anything and two just have to be making eye contact with it so that it won't move. Oh man.
1: How's it making eye contact with both the people?
0: I think it's just a, I I have to assume that it's just for safety, right? Yeah. What if one of them blinks? Right. Oh, I actually think that's one of the things. They say that you have to notify each other when you're going to blink. Oh my God. It's that extreme, which made me think I used to, um, I used to play Frasier in a murder mystery dinner theater. Um, let that sink in. Yeah. I think we talked about that recently. I just still can't believe that it's something (laughs) that happened and that I did that. But one of the guys that was in the show with me worked for a casino Uh and he used to tell me about all of the extreme, extremely regimented procedures they had in there for handling money and chips and stuff. He said that they'd have to go into a room and hold their hands up and there were cameras pointed at them at all times and that they would have to like change their gloves like every hour and they weren't allowed to change them themselves and stuff. Just like really weird stiff procedures, because you don't really even trust the people who are working for you. Yeah, but and I don't know if that's really what's at play here necessarily. But the notion of being like, I'm gonna blink, Ted. Here it comes. <laughs> and and Ted being like, I just blinked. Okay, go for it. Yeah, right. Like the fear involved in oh my that. My God. And, and how regimented it is. It's serious business. Yes. Make sure you don't keep, take your eyes off SCP-173. It's intense. Um, the other thing that I want to point out here about SCP-173 is that the image of this giant nude humanoid with a concrete butt <laughs> is not owned by the people who wrote the story. And the SCP Wiki site makes a very clear point of saying this story is in the creative commons. You can feel free to reshare it and repost it. Um, but the image is not. Okay. The image is of a, a sculpture titled Untitled 2004. That's the name of it. Mm-hmm. Untitled 2004 by an artist named Izumi Kato. Izumi Kato has gone on to allow them to post the website, to post the image of his statue on the SCP website. Yeah. But the story is in the, the public domain or Creative Commons. Yeah. The image is not. Which reading that, it at least gave me the sense of like, this is all relatively on the up and up. Yeah. They're very serious about the rights of right. these stories and who owns them and things yeah, like, like that.
1: Yeah, like the ethics of it. Quick no. question you might not know the answer to. Is the duty and blood part of that original like sculpture thing?
0: The D&B is not <laughs> D&B. Okay. It's red and brown flooring. Okay. I think that if I had to guess, yeah, the author of that original story saw that image and decided to write a story about it. Okay. And it might be the wellspring from all of this because that statue choice of words sounds like sh- there was quite a wellspring. <laughs> it sure was. There's a leak. Yeah. But like the image of it is of this weird humanoid statue in a room with shutters mm-hmm. and the floor looks like it might be dirty and gross. Okay. So if you're gonna write a story about it, yeah, you might write you... a story about it being contained.
1: Right. If right. you're
0: writing a story about this thing being contained, if it's, this is number 173, other stuff must be contained. Yeah. Therefore, the SCP Foundation. Right. You know what I mean? Like in a weird yeah. way, it's like, could the original storyteller even have considered the 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 far-flung scope of this? I think so. Like, if I were to do something like that, I probably wouldn't have it be SCP-1 because you yeah. you
1: like the idea. That there's an implication that there've been like a lot of other things in this world. That's true. But I guess it'd be hard to imagine the scope of like thousands and thousands of people doing this. That's sort
0: of what I mean. He yeah. did like picking 173 is is a a clever choice to mm-hmm. make it feel like this is one of a number of them. Yeah. But you just said that there are over 5,000, almost 6,000 stories on that site. Like, yeah. Whoa. Um, but also, is all of this just springing forth from this particular photograph? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. If there weren't shutters in that photo, would you be writing about containing that statue? Right. Therefore, yeah, is all of the SCP Foundation a derivative work based off of this photograph of a sculpture by Izumi Kato? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um. So I did something similar to you. I started looking around. What are the scary ones? What are the fun ones? What are the people? Uh, what do people like the most? Mm-hmm. And I found a Reddit thread uh, where a user whose name has since been deleted mentioned. SCP-106, as, quote, an example of how far the foundation goes to contain anomalies. Okay. certainly piqued my curiosity. Yeah, what have they done? So this is the story that I sort of uh, cited earlier. SCP-106 appears to be an elderly humanoid with a general appearance of advanced decomposition. This appearance may vary, but the rotting quality is observed in all forms. SCP-106 is not exceptionally agile and will remain motionless for days at a time, waiting for prey. Hmm. Off of reading a little thing like that, and, you know, I'm not going to read the full story. I'm going to truncate this. Yeah. But reading that general description first, I just got the impression zombie, Mm -hmm. right? Decay. Yeah doesn't move very fast right it's a zombie but no the basic story is this this rotting creature i don't even know if it used to be human it decays everything it touches resulting in the foundation needing to keep it in a lead lined steel container 40 layers of lead as a matter of fact because of how it can just burn through anything yeah. really scp 106 can straight up gooify Anything that it's in, and that ah. any any material it touches, if it's a human, you're gonna die. Yeah. If it's a wall, it's eventually just gonna be like covered in like black goo, like a rot. Like I almost picture it like a fungus or something like so that. So
1: again, like in X Men X Two United, what happened to that senator?
0: Yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah the senator like... turned into a goo man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, So they monitor this uh creature twenty four seven to see if they need to replace. The container that it's in. Uh, Here's where it gets even weirder. SCP-106 is said to be able to enter a pocket dimension. You may be observing it in the container it's in, and then it just blinks out of reality. It just disappears. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah.
1: It could be touching anything.
0: Yes. Well, maybe not. It seems to go to someplace else. It still seems to be bound by the room it's in in this dimension. Oh. But it can blink to somewhere else temporarily. They describe it at some point as it, if it it looks like it's like dissolving into the wall, mm-hmm. like uh, David Copperfield going through the Great Wall of China. Yeah. Um, it might disappear into a wall and then hours later reform coming out of the ceiling. Oh, man. So it sort of suggests that like it's still in some way bound by the container it's in in this dimension, but it can go somewhere else. Yeah. And it will hunt people and sometimes take them to this other dimension, oh. which is just supposed to be a big, long hallway with doors yeah the long hallway Hmm, the long hallway exactly Um, if they need to lure it into a new container like I said they will sacrifice somebody to do so Uh, the point is of all of this The SCP is not afraid of sacrificing people to get things done. Right. And they will go to whatever lengths to contain individual things. Like SCP 106 has a very particular set of rules. They are prepared to meet the set of rules required by the monster to make sure that they can keep it locked down. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'd imagine that they would build a special container for a vampire versus how they contain a werewolf. Yeah. You know, like they will rise to the challenge presented to them um now there is some like a uh, uh, goofy stuff on mm-hmm. here we already mentioned that there's some comedy involved i found a listing called scp dash blank 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 no okay. number it is a rock that makes you procrastinate the doctor filling out this report will finish it later and okay that's, that's yeah it, right Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> done it's a tight little joke there's also some uh you know all things are subjective sure There's some bad stuff. Of course there
1: is. If if there there. are 5,900 stories by just normal people, of course there's going to be some
0: bad stuff. Right. Like SCP-3008, the 3008th story, Mm -hmm. presumably, which is a physical space. Like you said that they will go to a location if they cannot bring a monster in. So (laughs) they could probably bring a vampire over. But for this place, it's a building. Okay. The whole thing is a building. So they've locked down the building. They've locked down the site this building is based on. It is a physical space that resembles an Ikea. Don't tell me. And it traps people inside. Don't tell me. There are humanoids inside that all look a little off. Okay. Like they're poor approximations of what people look like. They're a little too tall or too short. Uh, The imitation people might kill you. The exits of the Ikea... Are not in a fixed position, so you can just get lost in there forever. Uh, and there's a very long diary of a person who got trapped inside SCP three zero zero eight. It's very very creative, but there's it's also a book like that's very much
1: like this called Horror Store by Grady Hendrix. Oh,
0: that's right. Who did uh, My Best Friend's Exorcism? Yep. as well. Right. I've been those are like on my list for a million years. It's good, but it's very gross. Oh, really? It grossed me out real bad. Oh, Okay. See, th- if that's like the point in and of itself, you're going to build a whole world there. Yeah. This is just a listing here. Right. Like a. Uh, a demonic ikea is kind of out of left field like what?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: part of this. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah. Um I deliberately looked up things based on numbers that um uh, that carry significance. Fun. Right?
1: Yeah, I like that. So I
0: looked up SCP-13. Uh-huh. SCP-013. By the way, again, links to all of these in the show notes. Yep. If you want to go and read the full ones cuz I'm I'm not reading you the full stories here. Uh but SCP-013, I expected to really play off of bad luck bad omens 13 yeah. right it's a very uh, significant number our 13th show mm-hmm. we just covered the number 13 yes. and all the and there's plenty. the weight that's supposed to be behind that number scp013 is a cigarette okay or rather 242 cigarettes as of their count all with the words blue lady written on them, Blue Lady. Hmm. Subjects, this is from the site, subjects who consume the contents of SCP-013 through, through inhalation will begin to per- perceive the- perceive themselves. Perceive themselves? Will begin to perceive themselves as a specific unidentified woman. Subjects have described the woman to be aged between 25 and 35 years old, standing approximately 1.6 meters tall with an estimated weight of between 50 and 55 kilograms. Kilograms? I have no idea. I don't know what KG abbreviates to. Would kilograms feel like really, really, really little? I I have absolutely no idea. I have no idea. I'm too stupid to know. Me too. Additional recurring details include cropped dark hair, blue eyes, and bright blue lipstick. Uh, It seems that people who smoke these cigarettes think that they become this woman and will eventually kill themselves. Okay. I don't know if it really stands up to the weight of... The thirteenth entry.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. It just happened that way,
0: I guess. It's true. Here's one that I liked. And I picked for a very specific reason. SCP-147. Do you know why I've picked this one? 147. 147. It's episode
1: 147.
0: Right now, it is Guide to the Unknown, episode 147. That's Right. This uh, this one almost brings it to like a Harry Potter level of silliness. Okay. I think this is like something that would be in like the Hall of Mysteries. Hmm. Um. SCP-147 is a television is a 1957 General Electric brand black-and-white TV. And it must, it must be kept in a room full of furniture manufactured no later than March of 1965. Okay. As long as it is uh, uh, placed in a room with its preferred time period, here is what they say. It will display broadcasts of 1950s-era comedies such as The Burns and Allen Show, Father Knows Best, and I Love Lucy. In every case, each broadcast has been completely unique. Archives of programs, none of which are still being produced, have failed to find any record of the episodes that SCP-147 plays. No commercials are shown. There is no indication of what station would be broadcasting the shows. Um, So it's playing impossible unseen episodes of I Love Lucy. Okay. Here's the thing. Like I said, there's a rule here. It has to be in a room with stuff that's manufactured after March of 1965. Right. If you break that rule uh, and walk in with something post-March of 1965, the screen will show only footage of torture, executions, and graphic content. It is said that it will make you vomit. Oh. People also then later, of course, killed themselves. Yes. It seems like the the downside of a lot of these things are like, if it's mentally unfit, the way that they up the horror is just be like... That's how they sum Many it people up. people then just killed themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, it looks like it can cater its material to its audience. Okay. So it said that they tested this television on um, a violent offender who then the television showed footage of bo- uh, botched executions. So it sort of was deliberately torturing. Oh, I see. This This offender by okay. showing what might happen to him. So it's almost like it can torture its audience according to what it believes would scare them
1: oh okay right. okay i gotcha i thought you meant like the the nice material was tailored to the audience so it was somebody who was like a major like desi arnaz fan <laughs> who was in that room
0: no not quite gotcha. but i do have this last account from this scp from a doctor redacted a lot of the the stuff on this side is like black yeah. bars redacting pe- pieces of information makes it look all official so doctor redacted recently conducted an experiment in which he clothed himself with vintage pre-1965 articles of clothing with the caveat that he had 3 Bic flare pens invented in the 1970s in his shirt pocket ah what he saw while seated in front of SCP-147 he would later describe as quote a bizarre episode of I Love Lucy featuring a surprising amount of gunplay
1: okay so it kind of melded the things together basically. I guess it was mostly Lucy satisfied. A little violent. It, yeah.
0: it was mostly satisfied, but something small broke the rule. Yeah. So there was on the spectrum of things, it was still I love Lucy, but they had guns. Yeah. So <laughs> again, see like there's like a silliness quality yes. to that one in particular. Yeah, for sure. Um at- You're right, the Hall of Mysteries is
1: kind of like this in Harry Potter. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're like collecting stuff there that mm-hmm. that can't be in, you know, the public circulation. Um, SCP-666, I had really high expectations for. SCP-666 is a yurt. Oh. It is a yurt in Tibet. It's all about substance abuse. Oh. For you see, if somebody with a history of drug or alcohol abuse enters the yurt, an entity will basically test their willingness... Oh, my God. ...to give up whatever substance. The entity just provides and provides and provides. If the person resists... No, do not give me that drug. (laughs) The entity will eventually grant them freedom from that addiction. Okay. However, if they keep taking and taking and taking and show no signs of trying to give it up, the entity will bring them to the point of overdose. This is entrapment. It's entrapment. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Vaguely interesting? Yeah. 666. I I think we can't look for... We can't. It's true. I know that we can't now, especially. Yeah. But like... Because it is user-generated, so this might just be the 666th sixth entry by happenstance rather right. than by design. Right. But, like, I don't
1: know. I'd be to, cool if it, if it was significant. Yeah, it just yeah. says,
0: like, it's Satan. Yeah, it's right. Satan in a <laughs> this room. This one is Satan. Yeah. Uh, I tried to look up if SCP has already evolved into other media. Mm. I figured this is, I mean, quite frankly, uh, uh, ripe Yeah. for movies and Certainly. shows and what have you. I found that on IMDb, they list SCP Pestilence as a movie coming out in 2020. Okay. Tons of uh, ticking. Yeah. It's, it's described on IMDb as secure, contain, protect. This has always been the goal of the SCP Foundation to keep the Earth's population ignorant and safe from the world's anomalies.
1: Hey, what's that movie where Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds are like cops for ghosts?
0: Right. R.I.P.D. Yes. Rest in peace. Dude? Dude. (laughs) Wait. LAPD is the Los Angeles Police Department. So it's the Rest in Peace Department. Yeah, I guess so. RIPD.
1: Yeah. I wonder if that movie's kind of like RIPD.
0: I I wonder if that movie's great. I think that movie's great. (laughs) It's probably great. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen it, but.
1: That's why people always talk about it and how good
0: it is. Yeah, you can never (laughs) avoid people talking to you about RIPD. Right. Uh, but when SCP-049 escapes from Site-19, hell is unleashed. I looked into this. SCP-049 is a pestilence mask okay. doctor guy. You know the pestilence mask? Yeah, it's like the plague. a plague. Uh-huh. Yeah, sorry, plague doctor with the long nose. It's yeah. one of the most popular SCPs listed on the website. Okay. Um, and so I guess that makes it like a good character yeah. for a movie. Um, I found that there is a whole page on the SCP site about licensing. Hmm. Basically everything they have up there they consider to be in the creative commons just don't be shady. Just don't copy this stuff wholesale. Yeah. And they're happy to have people spread the word and and share and remix ideas in particular. They That's consider cool. it all to belong to everybody in a sense, which in some from a certain point of view makes it very hard to adapt these yeah. things because they sort of belong to no one, but mm-hmm. they still belong to somebody.
1: Yeah, right. Know? I guess you'd have to hunt down that person.
0: I guess they, they do make point of, and this makes sense. Like, let's say that you wanted to take a story and put it on the scp website once you make scp xxx xxx whatever you made you don't own that story anymore right right your story is now part of scp Mm -hmm. um but you may still own the underlying concept that brought you to that to, to write that you know what i mean yeah right it's a little tricky it's a little tricky um i did however find out that there's a game a pc game called scp laboratory Described as deep within the SCP Foundation during a containment breach, many of the anomalies have bypassed security and escaped from their chambers without peaceful intentions. Without peaceful intentions. uh <laughs> wrong, <laughs> wrong way of delivering it. Uh, become site personnel, a recontainment containment agent, or an anomalous entity, and fight to take control or escape the facility. Ooh. It's free on PC. I downloaded it. Oh, that's cool. I've not played it yet. Yeah. Um, there were actually a lot of SCP games. Oh, so cool. So here's where my mind goes through all of this. Number one, it's awesome, and I definitely think I'm going to read more. Mm-hmm. Number two, I definitely would want to get more curated lists from people that go, like, here are the best. Right. right. This is just too much. Oh, totally. Um, But it also, it makes me think harry potter hall of mysteries Mm -hmm. there's also that weird harry potter pokemon go game where you are charged with capturing confoundables that are all over the map and they may be stuff that that are like arcane objects and things gone wrong Mm -hmm. so an scp game where you have to explore your environment to capture a thing yeah it kind of feels like that yeah definitely um it also makes me think of twin peaks Mm -hmm. where it's like you know you imagine uh like Josie. Yeah. getting trapped in that drawer pull That would definitely
1: be an SCP. Right? Just yes. like a,
0: a lady's spirit is trapped in a, a dresser drawer.
1: I guess you contain that by just putting like a mason jar over the drawer pole.
0: <laughs> Perfect. There you go. It's contained. Done deal. Um, Some duct tape around it. Also in the Ghostbusters video game, uh, which was re-released this year for Switch and mm-hmm. PS4 and stuff. Uh, it's a total optional collectible, but in levels you might come across like a haunted pair of pants. Oh. Okay. And when you scan it, it ends up in the Ghostbusters firehouse and there's a whole story about why the pants were haunted or who first saw them, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, It made me think of that.
1: Were they the haunted pants that Dan Aykroyd was wearing in that one part?
0: Oh, when his belt comes unbuckled? Yes. Yikes. Seriously, they're not? No. Okay. No, they're (laughs) like haunted bell bottoms. Yeah. No, everyone wants to forget that. They, I am about to
1: say, you probably don't want to draw attention to that. didn't now that program them
0: into a video game. No. Well, I think the game developers didn't want to draw attention to it. I think Dan Aykroyd was fine with it.
1: <laughs> I think you're probably
0: right. We're going to need this scene in the movie. Promise. <laughs> Promise me that it'll make it. <laughs> um, I, I think that uh, one of the first things that it makes me think is like, this could really be a cabin in the woods type.
1: Yeah. Dealio. Yeah, where there's a government agency that's managing these things. But not
0: just that. I think it's I think it's gotta be a little funny. Mm-hmm. I think you need a Bradley oh, well, definitely. Whitford. Yeah. You know, it's like the Indiana Jones warehouse. How many arcane objects are in there? I, it's
1: like men in black.
0: I, it's like men in black. I think there's so much that you could do with this mm-hmm. that uh it's funny because my mind immediately starts going to like, all right, audio drama of right. these things. I bet that there are SCPs that are specifically. Uh, horrifying from an audio perspective. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, web comics, reg- mm-hmm. regular print comics, uh, movies and TV shows. And the more that I started thinking about those things and getting excited about it, I was like, maybe it's already perfect. Yeah. Maybe there are too many other things that this is already like, where it's like, if you want your fix of things like that, Hey, go listen to The Long Hallway. I wrote an episode called The Warehouse, which is about a warehouse full of stuff like this and how do people handle it.
1: Yeah. The Long Hallway is an audio drama podcast that Will has voice acted on, written for, produced, directed. You can find it in your podcast app right now. And they are short episodes. Short. Short. Kipper Ned, short
0: name. Yep. Totally short names. They're like seven minutes long. I directed every episode that's presently out there. Mm -hmm. Um, But... uh, Like maybe there are plenty of things that can give you that fix in movies and stuff. Maybe SCP as a pure art form of collective people doing stuff. Yeah. Maybe it needs to be exactly this and nothing more. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I would argue that anyone wanting to touch this would have to write a movie that treats everything on the website as canon.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah. That
0: all is there and it's all real. Yeah. Now here's a movie that's about a specific corner of that universe. Mm-hmm. Don't reboot it. Right. Don't tell the origin of it. Everyone- this They don't is... change what it's about. Right. I think that anyone creating a story of this would have that compulsion to be like, well, let's figure out how it started. What was the first one? Yeah. No, 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 no. Forget that. It already exists. Mm-hmm. It has existed since 2007 when somebody wrote SCP-173. All of that has to be fact. Build your movie on top of it. Yeah. I like that idea. Because that also- It honors it. It honors it, and it makes sure that the people who love it today- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't hate the new thing yes. that you wrote.
1: Yeah, it still acknowledges it and like leaves the original thing relatively unchanged. Right.
0: I would love to see extensions of this. Yeah. Not things that, you know, purport to tell the right version right. or the good version or clean up
1: yeah, clean what up. all
0: of these people on the internet have built.
1: Yeah, it's cool. It's its own thing. It's a very like, I don't know, like free will and kind of hippie thing where it's just like add stuff if you want if if you if we like it it kind of gets boosted if not maybe it'll fall it's all in this collective creative commons thing
0: it's super cool yeah i can't think of anything else that's really anything like this on this scope right no it's awesome yeah all right there you go there
1: you go guys the SCP
0: Foundation now we yes. know what
1: it is yes I seriously had no idea thank you so much to our patrons who suggested it um, it ended up being super super cool
0: it was really fun to read there mm-hmm. were a lot of other stories that I, I read and and didn't end up using here just because I felt like I, I had other examples that really made the case right of what this is but it is really fun go to the the SCP uh, Foundation website mm-hmm. um, which is scpwiki.com yep uh, go there Click the random button. uh, Go to gttupod.com. Get our show notes for this episode. You can can read the actual stories that we've referred to here. So you can do a deeper dive for yourself. Really, really fun. There's so much there to be mined.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So until next week, you know where to find us. We told you in the middle of the show. One thing that we didn't mention is that we have a spinoff podcast of this show called Ghost Adventures Adventures, where we recap that show so you can check that out. And until next time, you can find us individually online. I am at Chillin Kristen.
0: I am at The Myth Traveler. Mm -hmm. But thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We will definitely be back next week to talk about more spooky tales. Spooky Spooky tales. (laughs) Spooky tales. That that should have been the name of this podcast, (laughs) spooky tales. But until that time comes, we must travel.
1: Back to the netherworld. Go wait.
0: Clear. And we're clear. And
1: it's done. It's done.
0: Somebody should it. write an SCP that is us. Oh my god. Right? What would it be? A sibling A sibling duo. Don't go near them. You just hear <laughs> laughter coming from from one of the doors, okay. and they say just don't come in there. There's
1: a basement. With incessant talk and laughter that can't be stopped. It's
0: just a very loud room.
1: Right. So just close the door to that room. That's the containment for it. Yeah. Maybe uh, also people listening to us is containing because it's appeasing us.
0: Ooh. Maybe everybody who walks by uh, starts laughing. (laughs) They they can't control themselves because whatever's in that room is so goddamn hilarious. They
1: can't stop having the best time.
0: They're annoyed at how perfect (laughs) the comedy coming out of that room is.
1: Unbelievable.